I've said this before for all you future preachers out there that wonder, how the heck do you think of something to say every week? Because I asked the Lord that myself when I first became a rabbi, and he just said, well, I'm always fixing you. You know, I'm always talking to you about where you need to change. So just share that. Just share how the Lord is working, how I'm working on you. And maybe people will be blessed by it. So here's, here we go. This is what the Lord's been speaking to me about, about me. Are we ready? All right, here we go. This is me. Or you. Or all of us. This is our brain. And no, it's not a fried egg like the commercial. Actually, the brain, I think, is a little small to scale, so it's probably my brain. So what happens with our brain? It processes information and comes to conclusions. For example, there's a blue triangle. So the blue triangle comes into our line of sight. It enters into us through one of our inputs, like in this case our eyes. It could be our ears. Goes into our brain, and our brain processes it and says, Aha! By golly, it's a triangle. Glory, hallelujah. Let's close in prayer. No, just kidding. The Lord keeps things real simple with me. Now, that would be really easy. However, it's not so easy, and I will explain why. That's you, that's me, that's my little pea brain. But there's something in between the inputs of our head, like our eyes, and our brain, and that thing that's within us is called a... Filter. There is a filter within us that processes things before it actually enters the brain. But our filters are human. They're human. They're flesh. They're part of our makeup as as humans, and they're made up of of various things. Our Pains and traumas that we've experienced. Our failures. Our successes. Our upbringing. How you doing, Peter? Good, good? Our worldview. Are we Republican or are we Democrat? Our insecurities. 
This is just a small list of things that make up our filters. So, when the triangle comes, the blue triangle, and comes into us through our input, into our brain, it passes through our filters. But because our filters are flawed and don't always see accurately, this blue triangle may come into our brain looking like this. So somebody will say, well, what do you see? Well, I see a blue triangle. Well, that's true, but your filters have not only misshapened it, it's given it a little bit of a different color because that's what our filters do. They color things. The good news is for us that have a relationship with God and know the Son of God, we have another filter, and that filter is the Spirit of God. Our human filters can twist things and distort things. But the Holy Spirit clarifies things. And it is only through the Holy Spirit where we can actually see clearly and understand clearly what we see, what we hear, things about people we meet, people that come into our lives. So the question then is, when the triangle comes in and we perceive it as that, is it our filter talking or the Holy Spirit talking? Well, I don't have an answer for you. But you must understand. I charge you with this only because the Lord charges me with this. That our filters are at work. They are there. They come from our upbringing. They come from our parents. They come from what we were taught. They come from our ancestry. They come from our genetics. They come from the things that make us afraid. They come from the things that make us happy. Hey, Dad, I met a girl. Or I met a girl. What's her name? Her name is Wilma. But I can't go out with her. Why? I got a bad association with the name Wilma. Because I knew a Wilma in the past and I didn't like her. Is that the Holy Spirit talking? Or is it our filters talking? This guy scares me. I don't know him, but he scares me. 
this is a challenging question because we are spiritual people that have the Spirit of God and we trust the Spirit of God. So we easily say, when somebody comes to us or something and we process it and we make a judgment and a conclusion that it must be the Spirit of God. What the Lord is working with me on, which I share with you because he's working with me on it, is just to recognize that we have human filters that paint the things that come into us. And if we have a reaction to a thing, a person, a place, a voice, Wilma, poor Wilma, poor little Wilma. It may be the Spirit of God, but it may be our filters. And I charge you to seek the Lord on it, Because if we act based on filters and say it is the Lord, we are dabbling in taking his name in vain. Because the root of taking the Lord's name in vain is saying the Lord did this, The Lord said this, but it wasn't the Lord. There's a test for false prophets in the Torah, in Deuteronomy 18, because God said he's going to raise up prophets. And then the people said, well, how do we know if it's a false prophet or a true prophet? And God gave a very simple answer. If what they say doesn't come true, it's a false prophet. You don't need to listen to the person. You don't even need to be afraid of what they're saying. How many of us have said, this is from the Lord, and it never happened? Me. And I need to be accountable for that. How many times have I, I feel led this way. I feel it's this. And at the end of it, it was not. I need to be accountable for that. And I feel that as a body, we need to take very seriously the things that we say and put the Lord's name on it. And we need to understand that there are other things within us working. The good news is God is so gracious. He will take our filtered responses And ultimately, his will will be done. And one thing I love about having a council of elders in the congregation, which we do, is that we all kind of, when there's something congregationally that has to be dealt with or addressed or prayed about or spoken about, we come together and we'll bring forth how we feel led. 
And we don't know. Is it from the Lord or is it from our filters? I don't know. I got to tell you, like, I remember when I first became a believer and people going, the Lord told me this and the Lord told me this and the Lord told me that. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And I remember asking somebody, like, how do you know it's the Lord? Well, I've been a believer now for 20 years, and I'm still asking the same question. And I don't think it's bad. It's humbling, and we must realize that our filters, our past, our pain, our trauma hurts. They're there. And they speak to us. They speak loudly because they're there to protect us, self-protection. And it feels like the Lord, but in some cases, it's not. And the one who dissects, separates bone and marrow May he dissect in us, in me, what's from him, what's not from him, and what in me needs to be healed so I can see more clearly. This is why it can be confusing. Spiritual things, everything in the spirit, has a fleshly counterfeit. We've spoken about this one, the spiritual gift of discernment has a counterfeit of suspicion. There is a difference between being suspicious And having the gift of discernment working within you, even if the gift of discernment is about discerning evil spirits, so something like, hmm, there is a difference. One is of the flesh. One is of the spirit. Boldness is spiritual. Anger is flesh. One can feel like the other. Self-sacrifice is a spiritual thing because Yeshua gave himself up. Self-pity is a filter. I was reading the Torah portion and recognizing that uh, Sarah, Abraham's wife, must have had it kind of rough being barren in that environment because everybody had like 25 children and she wasn't just married to some regular guy she was married to a pretty important guy in that part of the world a leader who was committed to her and in an environment where people took multiple wives he did not but here's Sarah who could not give Abraham a child. And now she's an older woman, and the Lord tells Abraham, you're going to have a kid. Something in Sarah said, that can't be me. 
I'm going to give to him my servant, Hagar. Hagar the horrible. No. What was it that led Sarah to say, that can't be me, it's got to be her? Go ahead. It certainly wasn't a good thing. In fact, after Hagar got pregnant, Sarah hated her. So I don't believe that was like from the Lord, even though the Lord uses all things for his good. And he's in control of all things. Could it be this woe is me self-pity thing that was in Sarah that made her appear self-sacrificial? Oh, you can have the child with my maid, my servant. Or was it that she just felt so horrible about herself? Like, man, this just can't be me. It's one thing if we misrepresent a triangle, but we misrepresent God's sons and daughters who he loved so much he died for them. And we misrepresent them because they go through our filters and we're filtering them through our perceptions and ascribe it to the Spirit of God. I charge you today to keep this before the Lord. So when people come before us, may it be the Spirit of God. That's a Muslim woman, by the way, with the burqa. And it was dark. May it be the Spirit of of God that tells us what's going on with this, with this guy or girl and not our filters on what we think based on our past, based on our history, based on our experiences, our experiences, our experiences. That's not God. The Spirit of God knows the man, the woman. Our filters protect us. Even him. Even her. This is what drives me nuts. It drives me crazy. How can we have a group of believers who have the Holy Spirit within them that think that the election of Donald Trump is judgment on America, and we have believers who have the Spirit of God within them who think the election of Donald Trump is God removing judgment on America. How can this be? Well, they're just wrong. Oh, yeah? Well, that's what they're saying about you. How can this be? God is not that confused. The Holy Spirit doesn't tell one strong believer that Donald Trump is judgment on America and tell another believer that Donald Trump is protection on America. Something is wrong with us. And it's all of us. 
I humbly rebuke you all and tell you that it is your filters that are in operation when it comes to the leadership of countries. Read what it says in Romans 13, and let's see if this aligns with your filters. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. And for those who are thinking, yeah, those are the rioters, did that resemble you with eight years of Obama? President Obama? I humbly rebuke you to and charge you to Ask Adonai to dissect what is flesh and what is spirit. God holds his word above his name. What comes out of our mouth as believers is critical. How many of us read articles through our filters? We have no proof if these articles that we find online from this crazy source or that crazy source, how many of us, when we read it, like our, our flesh, yep, I believe it, yep. President Obama is going to put us all into internment camps, yep, I believe it, I believe it. Well, I know he's got a couple of months to go, but if it doesn't happen, As much as you believed it, it wasn't the Lord. And if you posted it or spoke about it as if it was, you were a false prophet and need to repent. This is what the Lord is speaking to me about. When somebody comes into our line of sight, this is how much we know about him or her. This is how much we know. Nothing. Except maybe what they look like. So, it comes in through our filter, he or she, and we process it, and then we look back through our filter, and when we do that, we paint the person with our filters, and we fill in the blanks with our filters. You have heard it said that a picture tells a thousand words. I give you a new saying. A picture tells one word. We fill in the other 999 with our perceptions. Father, help us to see as you see. To not be quick to ascribe to you Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, that you love us, and thank you, Lord, that you use our screw-ups for your glory. Nothing stops you, Lord, not even us. But we 
want to recognize, and all I'm saying is recognize, that there's more than the Spirit of God within us. Paul talks about it, the waging of the war within us. That our filters are loud. Our perceptions are loud. Because they're self-protective. You know, a, 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 a veteran, somebody who was in a war and has post-traumatic disorder, when he hears a car backfire, oh, he could swear up and down it was a bomb. And you could say, no, brother, it wasn't a bomb, it was just a car. Oh, yeah? Were you ever at war? Well, no, I haven't. Well, how do you know it wasn't a bomb? I was in war. I know what bombs sound like, and you're going to tell me that wasn't a bomb? As much as he could say that, it's a good point. It wasn't a bomb. It was a car. And his trauma, or her trauma, is speaking to him or her. So Adonai, heal us of our filters. Heal what needs to be healed. So when we look at somebody, it is through the eyes of Ruach HaKodesh. And if we don't know the person, at least we will see the image of God in that person. And maybe through relationship over time, over time, over time, the Lord fills in the blanks. And that happens over time. Through relationship. Through love. Love endures all things. Speaks no evil. Amen.